What's going on, fellas? What up, what up, what up? Yo, welcome to the Mental Health Podcast. I appreciate you brothers being here. I uh, appreciate you having Thanks me. Thanks for having us, brother. So I got my brothers in comedy in the building. I got Bruce Leroy Williams. What's up? I got Pierre Douglas. Yo, yo. And then my co-host, Caleb Willis. What up, what up? You, you, they can't see you, brother. You got to click. The, there you go. You got to get with it, man. <laughs> you got to get it, get it. Yeah, we just in the building, man. Uh, how y'all been, man? Good, good. Moving and shaking. <laughs> Moving and shaking, man. Hustling, hustling. Moving and shaking. Man. So to give a little further introduction, I got Bruce Leroy Williams in the building. Well, we started in comedy together, all three of us. I think we started at what, the 400? 400? Was it the 400? 400 bar was my start. Yeah. Was it 400 bar? Did you start the 400 bar? Where you start? I did uh, sign your name up at Acme. Did you? Yeah, That's the went, first time? I went to Acme. I signed my name up, put a star by my name. They give you three minutes. I did probably about 90 seconds. <laughs> I did that with the, uh, when they did the, uh, what was it, the contest, the little, what was it called? Funniest did Person or whatever. Funniest Person contest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for the, those of you who don't know, prior to uh, what I do now, I did comedy. I did stand-up. I tried my hand at stand-up. Um, did it for a few years. We all started together. These brothers are still doing it. Why um, you stop? Why did I stop? Or have you stopped? Or have you just taken a hiatus? Um, trick question. It is a trick question. <laughs> hey, man, I'm doing the interview. No. <laughs> um, why did I stop? That's that's kind of honestly that why I wanted to uh, wanted to talk about. Because you didn't have a bad show or anything like that that caused you to stop. No, 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 no. None, it was none of that. It was none of that. It was a, so it was a lot of reasons um, why I stopped doing doing comedy one I didn't the I didn't want to cheat the people like um I loved I love making people laugh like that's why I started people like man you should do some stand-up I'm probably it's probably the same for everybody else like man you yeah. silly yeah. it's always like the class clown or um the one that make everybody laugh so I just try and I I had no problem getting on stage so I did I tried my hand at stand-up and it, it just came natural for me but the love for it wasn't the, to have when it came to having to make people laugh. It was different for me. I didn't know how to adjust having to make people laugh. It's a difference. I don't know if you guys can speak to that too. Having to make people laugh because when you go on stage now, people waiting for you to. I, I feel like some comedians like I mean, and I get into that same mode of feeling like I have to make these people laugh. But realistically, a lot of times I get up there and be like, hey. <laughs> This is what I got for you today. <laughs> this, this is what it. I got for you today. You get what you get. You know, y'all, yay. Yeah. This is what I got. Okay, okay. So, so it happened to make people laugh, but you did it. You made them laugh. You did. You definitely but I didn't feel I had to. It was just something I wanted to do. It was a challenge. It, 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 it's weird because that was a challenge, but they weren't expecting it. It's easier when you ain't expecting it. I just hit you. Ha! Ah, surprise. The element of surprise is different. And you can create that same experience doing comedy, but it was just, all right, he's getting up there to be funny, uh -huh. and let's go. It's just the repetitions. You ain't have repetitions. If you would have had repetitions, you would have not. You would have figured out how to mold it and yeah. deliver it. True, because when so we gonna get into this too. Mm -hmm. So when you guys opened up the club over in St. Paul, mm -hmm. I was getting reps. I was like, oh, I was feeling it. I got back into the groove. Yeah. Um. So that was one of the reasons. Like, ah. Uh, I don't want to have to make people laugh. Then your ass went to Jamaica and came back with twins. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Push the, push the button. Stop the, stop the tape. 
Stop the tape. <laughs> first, first of all, it wasn't Jamaica. <laughs> so that wasn't the truth. Not the whole truth. It was uh, Dominican Republic. I went to the Dominican Republic, so having kids uh, definitely played a part in it. But then I wanted to be taken, another reason why I wanted to be taken seriously, I didn't want to always be looked up at as the funny guy. You guys ever think about that? I feel that. I, I, yeah. I feel that. A lot of times uh, I am in on the fence. People be like, are you being serious now or are you being funny? I think everything's a joke with you. Right. Like, I mean, you could be the most in the most serious moment yeah. right now and they be like, <laughs> So my kids, do your kid, tell me if your kids do this. My kids now, they'll watch me closely because they can't, they're like, my daughter looked me dead in my face. Like, is he being serious? Because if I ain't mad and I'm just serious, see, I got to say there's no in-between with them. I got to be angry or I got to be happy. Now, the in-between just serious, they got to look at me. Like, I don't know if he's being serious or if he's playing. So my kids look at me and they study me to see if I'm serious about some things. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you give. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, don't but, I feel like I feel like they definitely look at you uh, to try to like decipher where where the energy is coming from. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely what they do. They're trying to you know. I don't think my kids see me as a comedian dad. They just you know dad's funny, dad's or you you know serious. So I don't know if they channel it from like oh his dad's being funny right now or whatever. So I don't even pay attention. Like it's like either he's mad or he's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are the reasons. So, one, um, I didn't like having to make people laugh. Two, um, I, I wanted to be in the line of work I did, like working in education and then um, what I wanted to do. Like, um, I wanted to be taken seriously as well, even though, like, it's something that I, I can't shake. I can't shake humor and yeah. comedy and I, it's something that's it was natural so that's why i did it in the first place that's why i got into comedy right. so anywhere i go whether it's at work or even working with the kids and what i do uh working in education every even to get through i just gotta laugh if, if they get into a fight i'm laughing i'm watching um <laughs> <laughs> i watch the videos like oh man <laughs> i go i watch the videos so it, it's just, it, but it's it's Make also, it my, move, yeah, move. man, oh my goodness, man. I remember one it's a girl, they took this girl's wig off, and you could see the kids in the camera, that, that mean, in the camera, you watching the video. Man, no, no, I, no, you know, school's got cameras now. Uh, so we'll go back just to investigate the situation, but you can see that we catch what we didn't catch in the first place, like live, you know, so if we go back, we'll look and see what happened. Man, and some of that stuff be hilarious. Like if, if a staff falls during the fight or like I remember one when I was working at uh, Edison High School, a girl, they got into a fight and the girl was getting handled. Like she was she was catching a couple. So I went to grab her to help her and she started swinging on me. So I was looking, I was in the camera and I blocked a couple like, and it was just hilarious, like the response. Y'all so, work in the same school, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the last, the last, the last fight of the school year. Right? Was that the last one? The last yeah, fight yep. of the school year. Last fight of the school Dre year. Andre running down the hall. He slowed down. I'm ahead of him. I get into the girls' bathroom. These girls going at it. And this little girl, she's a beast. She's but she's getting whooped this time, right? And so I, I grab her up, and I'm on the ground. I fall and everything. And Dre just right there, just looking at me. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, man. Now, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the wig one. No, no, this, this is what I'm saying. Was you there though. for the wig one? I don't know if I was there. He was out of town. He, yeah, go out of yeah. he go out of town 
a lot. That's kind of why I left him in the bathroom. They be in the staff room cutting up by the microwaves. Man. Remember the wig one? Remember the wig one? <laughs> so I, I was like, yeah, he here now. I'm, I broke up two fights while he was out of town. I'm going to let him have this one. No, I didn't want. So that's so we can clear this up now. <laughs> so to your point, though, I want to ask you this, though. And 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 I think the allure of how high Dre's on stage went away. Oh yeah. And now you gotta work, right? It's like, oh Dre, you doing it now. So I think yeah. that part, like, nah, shit, I really gotta now work. Now they expect more. That you know probably, probably was scheduled because it probably yeah. scared me and Bruce at one point as well. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now nah, I really gotta write jokes and really gotta work. Yeah. And then Do also the to your point of like not being taken seriously. Yeah. I know I'm pretty sure you've dealt with it coming from like comedy and being in corporate and then like then me when I was a realtor or when I got into real estate. I was like, man, these people ain't fooling with me as a realtor. You yeah. put me in your skit? Like, hell no, nigga, put you in my skit. <laughs> I will. Put you in your skit. Man. Yeah, so that, that balance of being taken seriously. But also, it's weird because that's what has opened a lot of doors for me, the humor. Mm-hmm. The humor, being able to make, uh, find humor in all situations um, has helped. Has helped. And it's part of the, our personality, I believe. I feel like. My personality is I don't show you humor unless I trust you. Mm. If I don't trust you, I'm very stone. I'm yep. very stone. I'm the same way. And I'm, and I'm just chill. Have you ever gotten, like, when they found out you're a comedian, like, you do comedy? You do. I get the same. I be a, I'm a yoga teacher, bro. So, like, they yeah, be like. That's right. That, yep, yep. What? Like, you know, so, you know, when you when you are in your other industries. Yeah. People don't expect you to have a life outside of them. Because most of them don't. Right. True. It's just one thing, and right. that's it. They don't have a routine schedule. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, to go back to that mm-hmm. that bathroom situation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So me and Pete, hit, we're walking, we're talking about something else, and we just hear screaming. So we turn around and run down the hallway, and then it's fighting the girls' bathroom. It was just two dudes. Other women came in. It was just us. It wasn't two oh, dudes fighting. I'm yeah, sorry. Girl, it was scared. girls fighting, but me and him were the only guys in the bathroom with girls fighting. Right. So when other teachers came in, I backed off. Mm-hmm. Women teachers. Right. So I was like, okay, I don't want to be the only guy. So right. it, I'm very, right. I'm very. Uh, PC. No, I'm very. Uh, what word am I looking for? Safe. What, Safe. what word am I looking for? I no, careful. Word, I'm very careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no situations, I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, he grabbed me here, right. he grabbed me. I'm like, nah, right. I'm going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch or get these other kids out of the way. Uh-huh. Wow. Because another female staff came at this time. Right. Right. So now That's I can right. be like, nope, I was out here. Uh, Pierre didn't do nothing. He just grabbed the girl because they were fighting. Put what, And it was already on camera anyway. We didn't yeah. know because um, they were recording it. But that was the reason why I backed out. Mm-hmm. So And I backed out and I got. So we suspended like. The whole school that day. Basically. So when you was breaking that up, the other girls that was running down the hallway that I had just kicked down mm-hmm. um, to class, they had, I watched them on camera. I'm like, okay, y'all going home too. I was ready for everybody to go. So that next day was peaceful. So, yeah, somebody get into a fight, anybody recording, anybody instigating, they, they get suspended too. Look, look, next time a fight break out, y'all let the white teachers run. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be hiring the, the black teacher. dudes. I well, like teachers are good at breaking up fights. But my, my position. They, they, this is their environment. Yeah. <laughs> but in my position as an administrator, we that's required of my job. That sound like a wrestling uh, name. Man. <laughs> so I'm an administrator. Because in yeah. my space, is only black us. Yeah. It's, so I might be behavior. So teachers, some teachers will. There's teachers that are good at it, at it, but then they're told not to jump in the fights. 
why they don't get the gym teachers to come? Man, and like, that should be the because they be the way at the there. gym teachers are way at the other end. Like you got a whistle, bro. You they, <laughs> I've got to yes. yell at these yes. kids. Do you got to? Do y'all got a whistle? I need a whistle. I think I got one. I got a whistle. I don't got that sound like the administrator sound Blow the like whistle. come with a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you a whistle. Your keys and a whistle on that first day. And they show you how oh, to yeah, work the metal the, detector. What's your, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? No, put it up. Did he? Can you hear me now? Nope. He turned you down. I see. Or you can keep it on that and grab him real quick and see if he can adjust it. Okay. His is over there, I think. Um. But to your point about, again, being taken seriously and, and going into ICO, I am supposed to say the school. Well, <laughs> school. well, going into that school, right? Um, district. That district. Yeah. It, it, that content made it to the stage. Like, my, my opening act now was about these mm. encounters I've had with these children in, in, in this school. Mm -hmm. piece. Um, and I had some staff members come to a show. And that yeah. was, man, they laughed so dang hard because be it's relatable. Funniest. Yeah. That'd be the I, still do, I still do that. Uh -huh. I still create content like it's you know how artists like rap artists or even music artists nice. they'll say it's a non-stop everything's a song or a lyric or a verse mm -hmm. it's the same way with comedy for me like if there's some funny content i'll create a scenario scenario and that's a skit for me that's a that's that's content for me mm -hmm. so i still do that naturally it's like man this would be hilarious and i play it in my head like in front of an imaginary crowd <laughs> it just it, it just comes natural but I w so I would be interested, like I, I always was interested in, like though I like the stage and um, I doing that, I would I would prefer to to write content or or be a part of that the writing process. So um, do you think that the baddest comedy was just a safe space for you? Like everything else was like outside of that was like holy shit this is no so, so where else did because it was like we well, had actually most of it was shared G's we had those space. were cool. Shed, Shed G spots were, were cool. There was, it wasn't like a safe, I think it was just because I was consistent. I, I had a space to be consistent at mm -hmm. and go to, and I didn't want to, um, it was hard for me to leave, especially with, the, like you said, when I had the twins, when the, when the kids came, having, um, that's not, that's in the evening. Like we gotta go find show, like we gotta go find open mics. It was, it's like a hustle. Mm -hmm. So we gotta go out after working all day then I'm hitting the gym because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the gym because um, uh, you know that's as a personal trainer as well. So like, dang, I'm gonna be a. So we all have that balance. That balance. We all have multiple things. So doing the. Per so I kind of took that seriously, and I'm like, all right. And I'm a person that like I'll get if everything's not structured. I don't know if it's the same for y'all, but if everything's not here, here, if it's too much, I get I get stressed out. So I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna focus on this over here. And I can't do that. So, like, right now, I just bought a property um, a couple years ago. It's been two years already. Qu quit. I'm a landlord now, so it's my responsibility to do things. But I'm doing the podcast, and I'm also working in high school. Man, I ain't been over there to cut. I don't even know what the grass look like. <laughs> That's good problems to have. I don't know what the grass look like. I ain't cut the grass or check to see if it's cut or have somebody cut it. So it was kind of it was kind of a lot of things that, that made me back up. You off. can't be spread. You can't be spread. Nah, That's heck no. Nah. I got to focus on one or two things. Uh -huh. Automate, delegate. The delegate, one or two things I got to focus on. So I think the most uh, consistent I've been with, with certain things is, of course, with education, doing that. And then um, it's been like a year since I believe I started doing the podcast. 
doing I that. think Bruce is probably the best at, at being. Man, it, Bruce do everything. Like, man, he's like, hold on, yoga. But then he masters everything. Yoga, yeah, crazy. he does. So how you, yeah, and you got kids. For me, that's the way my mind works. Yep, like, I can't focus on one thing for mm-hmm. too long because I'll go crazy. My, yeah. My brain will start, like, rattling. So I'll be like, mm-hmm. I need 12 things in front of me. But it also moves things forward slower than sure. everybody else gets to move they think because they got one or two things and they focused on those one or two things i got mm-hmm. seven things yeah right but you know it, it is hours the more hours you put into something the true the, the true higher you go so i'm like that i can't focus on just one thing thing <clears throat> i just get stressed out if it if, if i put too much in my and i always do it I always do it like it's something else. I, like if I want to do it, I'm gonna start it, and I'm like, dang, I ain't got the time for that. Why I do that? Right, because we hunters, we looking for yeah. whatever. The next, ex- yep, yeah, yeah. and that's where, where basically because I gotta know where they at at all times. I gotta know if something changes. We live in like right now a society where things could change like that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And true. You would not be able to. You true. have to figure out how to ha- you know do something different, and so. Especially now, we looking for every. If you notice, people doing real estate, Everything. life insurance. People doing this. They doing that. They, they, they do. They taking every avenue to make sure that they can make basically ends meet. Right. Realistically, because some could change True. and it could cut off five of your sources of income. Yeah, yeah. So speak. Speaking of that, making ends meet. So y'all know the podcast is about. It's called Mental Health, addressing the tolls that life take on men and how we can address those toes, but while maintaining overall health and wellness. And um, I know for you, um, you re- you worked corporate after college. You worked corporate for how many years? About 10, ten, ten years. 10 years. Yeah, maybe about, yeah, about 10 years, a little bit over 10 years. And after that, you... You were still juggling. You were juggling that. You were doing the, the job. We had, we had just opened a comedy club yep. when I quit. We had just opened a comedy club. I was teaching yoga multiple places. Yeah. Uh, and then I had the digital media. My digital media company was starting. To See? And then, <clears throat> so with that, how did you, how did that How did that play on your, like, how did you deal with that? Like, how, how was that process going from security? Also, you had, did you, you've had, you had kids at that time. Yeah, my, uh, my daughter was born in 2013. <clears throat> yeah, 2013. Want me to edit um, that part? Because you're supposed to know that right away. You no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to have a third one, so I'm looking. Oh, we yeah, got multi- we got Congratulations, multiple, brother. Appreciate it. You got multiple kids. You, you yeah, know the believe numbers. me, like, I know. It's a 17, it's a 13, and it's a 2023. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um. Again, I went to school. I got my school paid for. I did everything that I was supposed to do. Graduated. Yeah. You know, graduated high school. I did all the stuff that was laid in front of me as far as like, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the path that you're supposed to set. And uh, after I graduated college, I realized that, you know, this was a path that was set for me. Mm. It wasn't necessarily the path that I chose. Although yeah. it was a great path. You yeah, know, definitely. People put plays in in action for me to be able to get to that point. Yeah, you know, people made sure things happened for me to be able to to graduate and get all my school paid for. Like right. I didn't do that by myself. That was the team. That, that, yeah, yeah. But once I graduated, it was like, okay, now I'm working on that same stuff. Mm-hmm. But I really don't care about this stuff 
too tough. I got other things that I want to do. Sure. When I was doing those other things, eventually I was doing them so much, I was like, oh, okay, I might be able to do this yeah. to the next level, whatever that level is. Yep. And eventually just never stopping doing any of those things and just staying studious yeah, yeah. inside of those things. You know. But doing those things, even though that wasn't your path per se, without that experience or going – Without that experience and going through those experiences and those things, you wouldn't have the skills to do what you eventually did to step away. Would you say that? Could you say you you kind of developed character, some 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 discipline and certain things to be able to do? It kind of paved the way to to where you're going, your journey. I, I think I definitely learned about my ability more. I think that I, I've been doing stuff in the 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 realm of discipline for a long time. Sure. That was instilled in me from playing high school football at yeah. a high level. Um, you see then, how I try to say high level. High, it was, yeah. we had a, our, I, I, I haven't seen college programs that touch what my high school program was. Where'd you go to high school? Ben Davis High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. <clears throat> Those that know, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have been put into very difficult situations and had to figure out how to overcome them throughout high school. Sure. And so I knew that inserting that into things that I do mm -hmm. would amplify them like crazy. Mm -hmm. And so, for instance, I, when I got busy, when I was doing 50 Days of Water and I was yeah. trying to keep up with that and I was doing comedy and I was juggling my job, that's when, that's when I was like, you know what? That's when 50 Days of Water actually started. Like yeah. I, was, I was drinking Red Bulls with my dinner, not because I needed energy, just because yeah. I had got used to the taste. Right. Right? And so I was like, you know, I gotta change something because this ain't good for me. Yeah. And 50 days of water was born. I was like, I'm gonna go 100 days, is what I said initially. I'm gonna go 100 days just drink water. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, let me slow down. Then yeah. <laughs> right. Let then I go. posted online, I'm gonna go yeah. 50 days with just drinking water. I'm gonna eat, but I'm gonna, my only beverage is gonna be water. And then people were like, you know what, I'm gonna do it with you. Yeah. And I was uh, like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> people. Accountability factor set in, and yeah. that, that really Actually, helped good. me. Yeah, it, it, it helped me. That's when I learned about accountability yeah um and uh that helped me end up going 100 days so speak to speak to that a little more uh 50 days of water because it just started what J july 1st yeah we started july started 1st and um, what is 50 days 50 days of water it basically is a personalized challenge where for 50 days your only beverage is water you eat however you normally eat or you can improve your eating habits. But for 50 days, the only beverage you reach for is water. The only exception is tea, but you can't like add sweetener. You can't put no, no lemon sweetener. in it or no agave. I don't care what it is. Gotcha. You can drop some apples in there, some infused water types of. And so the purpose of it, the premise of it is, is multiple different things. It's my way to sneak yoga onto people mm. because that is definitely a part of the eight limbs of yoga, but it's not asana people think that moving around mm -hmm. that's yoga but yoga is a lot more so it's my way to sneak have a yoga practice with multiple people yeah. but it's also like an intro to fasting mm -hmm. it's an intro to being mindful of your body and what it does its reaction to consumption um, and I'm still learning today to this day about what this challenge does to myself and to my surroundings yeah. and to other people just through testimony and through self-experiment. Okay. Where can people follow follow the initiative? 
or the um, 50 days of water. 50 days of water.com. Yeah. 50 days 50 of water. Days of water. So 50 days of water.com. Or do they spell it out? No, 50 days of water.com. 50 days of water.com. So yep. if you're interested, it'll tell you where every it'll tell you where to find it if you want to get posts sent to your email. You can register for that if you want to just go on social media and see my posts and see my commentary and engage with other accountability groups, then uh, that's where to go. Yeah, there you go. Go back. Yeah, wake up over there. <laughs> <laughs> if I got sleep, I was just listening. <laughs> 50 days of water. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I think I just reposted this. I think I did it one year. And, how, did you, uh, how did you feel after you did it? What did you notice? What did I notice? I, th I think it was a little different for me. I think I did. It, it helped me stay away from alcohol. Like I had to find find a way to not find a way, but enjoy do and have more self discipline when going out and being social. Because mm -hmm. usually drink because I drink socially. Right. Um, so going out and like hey I'm not and, and it created that discipline. Like I'm not I'm not having a drink. And then being able to stand up to that, what? Right. You ain't drinking today? Come on, get out of here. Here, you had a drink. Man, no, I'm not. Why is that? I'm not a drinking thing? today. Why I, is that a thing? I don't know. Why, why is being healthy a, a bad or stigmatized like it, that? It, I don't know why. I, I think it helps those who aren't disciplined enough exactly. to feel better. Exactly. Um, and then, and, uh, and don't get me wrong. They always come back around and ask you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I, I got a lot of questions about it when I wore it, when I had the shirt and the they, bottle and all of they, that. They look for insight from you, and then they continue to watch you yeah. to get, you know, some, some tips definitely. and points on how to move. So that's one thing. I, so one thing, I don't care what people think of me. I think that's a skill that I had to develop over time, but it's a skill that for anybody, but I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I, uh, as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. If that makes sense, like if I'm sticking to my 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 morals and, and and doing everything right, and then somebody has an opinion, and I know I haven't stepped outside of those parameters, mm -hmm. I don't care what you think. Now, if I know I've done something wrong or something I wronged somebody, and then they have some issues, that's the only time I'll pay attention to it. So, but the 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 only now and constructive criticism is different mm -hmm. than caring what somebody else thinks, because you know constructive criticism helps you to, to improve. So I said that. Why did I say that for? I said that for some reason. I asked you what, what did you see or what did you learn about it or what, is, what was your experience? Um, and I think that that is one of the lessons that you pulled out of yeah, it. Definitely. Yep. It, it it made me be accountable for myself. That's exactly what it is. It made me be accountable <clears throat> for myself, and I don't care what you know. As long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I don't. I, I don't. I don't care what you think. Right. I don't. I don't care what you. There was something else I was going to say, but it'll come back to me. Um, P, I seen you've been in the gym, heavy though. Same thing. Slim P. Discipline, discipline. I've tried fifty days of water. I've never completed fifty days. No. I've never completed the fifty, but in that space of when I don't I, think when I, I have start either. until mess up. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was all, only discipline for me. Like I want to be like I can do this. You can you can be disciplined enough yeah. or not. Uh, but I would I would end up at, at a comedy show. Or I would end up at a not necessarily a club, but at a comedy show. And nerds get me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, where, where, where the Tito's at? <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah. <laughs> where, the, where the Tito's? Um, Tito. But I did feel good though for however long I did say discipline, whether it was ten days or, yeah. or however many days it was. Like just to, and people were like, man, what what does this do for you? Why are you doing this? Nigga, to be disciplined. Yeah. Like drinking water is what you're supposed to do anyway. Right. Like right. it ain't what it do for you. It's just like you know, it's just how to discipline yourself and. 
and stay strong in that. And you know, yeah. I remember when Bruce started it, and I was like, man, all I drink is water. He was like, that's the biggest <laughs> cop out to hear. I was like, all I drink. Okay, but so, it was true. So commit to 50 days 50 day. straight. Right, right, right. If you, if all you do is drink is water, commit to 50 days consecutively. Only, only water. Only water. Yep. yep. And you never do. I think, be like, man, I'm good. <laughs> I think the hardest part, the most difficult part is the when. Discipline. Definitely discipline, but then, because you do it, how many days? Times, how many times a year do so you do it? So this year, this is the first 50 days of water I've done this, this year. This year. And I'm going to tell you what, um, the thing that I've known, I'm day, what, 13 in now. Yeah. I don't have body odor anymore. Mm. I don't have body odor. Uh-huh. I don't have eye boogers anymore. Really? Crazy. Yeah. I went six months drinking whatever I want, you know, alcoholic. Yeah. I'm just killing them peach, peach knee highs, <laughs> killing them things. <laughs> and I noticed that my mouth... Oh, snap. Yeah. I, I have never smelled that before because yeah. I usually do it three times a year. I never smelt like yeah. it has been a long time. But I was like, dang, well, let me just go. I know January, July 1st, I'm going to do 50 days of water, so I'm just going to be funky. Yeah. But it's only been 13 days, and I went to the gym with my wife. And we were working out. We did a whole workout. And I was like, oh, yeah, we mm. back. Mm. <laughs> mm. We back in the gang. I, and I haven't put on deodorant since that day. I was going to ask, like, it's two things, because you said something, I'm going to get you for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you don't, so you don't wear deodorant. Nah, that's pop. not the case. Yeah. If I'm funky, you I'm going to put it on. Are if you I conscious of the type, right? though? Cause yeah, I know yeah, I definitely, I definitely try to go for the aluminum, aluminum, aluminum free. free. That's what I was at. Right. At. I go for the, uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but I get it from uh, TJ, TJ Maxx. Look, if you don't know where to find <laughs> the, the what, woke, the re- the what, deodorants what for kind? the dirt, go to TJ Maxx. They got all the woke, uh, the all the woke love supplies, and they be cheap. TJ, tell you, where's the TJ Maxx at? Marshalls, TJ Maxx. Same oh, thing. same thing. True. Same true. Thing. True. Um, Ross dress for less if you're in Atlanta. We got one here. It's in like, yeah, we do. It's up. Uh, it's down 35. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I seen it before. Really? Uh, is it yeah, like in? Somewhere. No, is it down 35? I thought it was like in Wisconsin or something like that. That way. Nah, I seen one down 35. Did you? I know we got one. I seen it uh, around. Yeah. You said married, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just celebrated one year. Congratulations, seven, seven. brother. Congratulations, congratulations, brother. It, appreciate it. Yeah. How's that been? It's been good, man. It's it's definitely uh, different from boyfriend and girlfriend. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> different from boyfriend and girlfriend. And the the reason I say that is because that commitment is not there. That that look, we locked in. That I don't think that I ever had that. I mm. never, I never that that accountability part of the commitment was never there. During so now during that, boyfriend and girlfriend during the stage. birth, yeah, during that yeah. because and so and so now it's a different it's a different thing. Um, and it, it, it means something different mm. now, mm. right? Before it was like, what did um? I remember. And I always said too, like I'm boyfriend. I don't even do that boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> I always said that. Y'all was always kind of like we either together but, or we ain't. Yeah, I mean everybody know. Yeah, but like I always was like I don't really even do that boyfriend. Yeah, know? that was kind of like my mindset. Um, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I was never like. I didn't, I, I never was in like that fully committed mode because mm-hmm. I wasn't married. Like this ain't my wife. Plus having fun. <clears throat> right. I mean, to yeah. an extent. Yeah. But I mean, in my mind, like, you know, you could be doing anything. True. I don't know. Right. 
You know? Right. You don't. You're not committed. What's the difference and, then, though? So, like, say I think that there's more pressure on their side because of, with, for women, people are on the back end saying, "Y'all not married." Like they ain't mm. saying that to us. Right. <laughs> so they not saying we're not getting that. Only pressure. thing we getting is like you ain't asked her to marry you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, for her, I'm just saying, what's the difference? Period. Like some people. Um, going back to morals, like if I get married, that's, that's a moral obligation to me. Right. Or not even just married, like if I make a commitment to you. It, it, the obligation is not there. Re- really? Even with a, I made a commitment, the obligation is not there because y'all have nothing together. It's still two separate entities. Well, with, so. To an extent. I yeah. mean, maybe y'all go in together on this or y'all mm-hmm. go in together on that. It's still two separate entities that can gotcha. easily, it's work to get out of marriage. Yeah. Uh, so you're speaking from the legal binding. It's a, bi- it yeah, is a it binding, is binding ritual. Legal. Yeah, yeah, It yeah, is definitely. a binding ritual. You don't think you can have that without the legal? I think that there is a different thing that you can have. Yeah. That maybe it's close to that. Sure. But no, I don't think you can have that without Because that's Because that's fairly recent within the last... I don't know how many years, don't give me quoting, but the, the legal portion, the law didn't come into play for a while. People, when they got right. married, they just... Right, but we're talking about, like, history and my, all that. I'm talking about American society yeah, right now. true. Where we at in Minnesota, Minneapolis, yeah. this. We could go ancient and be like, look, yeah. marriage was so the kings didn't have all the women. And yeah. the common man could keep his wife and she right. not be messed with by the king. <laughs> we could go that deep. And, right. You because know, I mean, right. that's basically what it was. Yeah. But... Where we at right now with what's going on and Definitely. how we understand the structure of family? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that you can have that without. Yeah, <clears throat> I think you can have something different yeah. that might yeah. be very close. Sure, but no, I don't think. You can. And the reason why the reason why I ask that is because of there's people who are married and don't honor. That's the reason why I ask. Like there's yeah. people that like I, I'm totally for whether you're married or I'm, I'm for marriage. I'm for family. The right. the 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 nuclear traditional family. I think it. W- there's there's ton of uh, research that shows that that's more beneficial for the kids. Kids who come from two parent households and right. all of that are, are better off. So I'm I'm totally for it. I'm 100. Right. I was just asking for you know there's some people who mar- married. We probably know some um um that's, someone. That's the thing about it is we don't know nothing. Yeah. That's we, they marriage. Yeah. True. And we Honey. have the we have Correct. the. Uh, uh, want and need to know what is going on in other somebody else's so that situation. we can have an example uh, to put on ours mm, mm-hmm. because we don't know. We are just kind of making stuff up as, as mm-hmm. we go. And so we want so bad to know what's going on with Over that marriage here. and why whoop de whoop de woo is whoop de whoop de woo. We don't know. Right. That's they sh- stuff. Right. And they might have something going on that they're going through, they might have an agreement that they have made, they might have whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're on the outside looking in. So I think we are so used to looking at everybody's stuff in our phone all day and seeing Keisha and watching the, the rela- fake relationships on that we are, are we want to be in somebody else's relationship. We mm-hmm. want to know what's going on, especially if it's people that we know or people that we look up to Definitely. or people that are in the spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all we are doing is filling in blanks. And when we fill in blanks, we subconsciously eat that. Mm-hmm. And project that into our lives. Sure, sure. So then, where do we get? Because there's an example, whether it's intentional or unintentional, whether it be our parents or grandparents. That's why I said that there are things that are similar. Sure. 
but not the same. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Because it's everybody's job to. Because you got to work regardless of the example. Work, you still got to work. Right. You got your own. But what problems. you notice is you said then people were still married though. Mm-hmm. You said then people were still married. So mm-hmm. even if you know, no matter what the situation, what they still married. Let me correct it. No. Okay. We've heard of individuals because I right now I don't know somebody who's right. just actively. I right. heard of. Man, listen, all the heard of. Yeah. I, I, done, I heard some stuff about me the other day. Somebody <laughs> said. I was like, dang. She about said me. that? Man. <laughs> you know, but it's not my, it's not, that don't have nothing to do with me. That has it's a more reflection right. of her than it is of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, hey, if that's yeah. what you want to roll with, mm-hmm. that's what you roll with. That has nothing to do with me. That is 100% a reflection of what you got going on in your head. Mm-hmm. How much of of your decision to get married was to was for your um, was for your children like stability? But one an example like I'm gonna be here, and this is what it, it, it did that play a role at all? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, the entire the entire situation for me was we had we were separated. Okay. And I was dating other women. Sure. And I learned a lot about what I could do differently. Mm. And I was like, damn, I, would, I didn't even do this with my the mother of my kids. Mm. Right? And I feel like a lot of the things that I learned could have fixed many problems that we that had. That y'all had. Yeah. And so in that thought process, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I see myself being able to mold and move and build and fix things sure. with this person. Let's just, we got two kids, yep. let's, let's do it. Yep. Let's, we, saw, we, already got, we already got the foundation that we need. Let's make it happen. Right, yeah. and we're gonna continue to learn about each other. We're gonna continue to communicate and build through all the shit that you know, we, we face. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, not, we, not, we not at the end mm-hmm. where we thought we were. Sure, sure. <laughs> See, uh, and hearing you, that's kind of like man language. Like, it was a logical decision. Um, I'm sure you cared about her, loved her, and all of that. But it was more logical, like, hey, we're going to make this work. We have kids together. We're not, building. Not necessarily. No? Uh-huh. Yes, to an extent. Yeah. That was definitely a part of it. Sure. But I think that there were so many factors. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh. The reason why I said that, because most women, not most women, there's, a, there's women that will say, um, if it ain't just about them, don't come back. Like you know what I mean. If it, if it don't make it, if it don't stay just for the kids, or right. don't just stay. It, it's the entirety for for us, I believe. I think that there is a lot of everybody wanna to chime in on everybody else's stuff, mm-hmm. and it is very tough to block all of that stuff out, Definitely. especially mm-hmm. when women speak to women because they operate off off of a. An emotional yeah. thought process, and we operate off a logical thought process. Mm-hmm. So they're hearing more of that extra shit. 
and mm-hmm. we hearing, you know, if if we're hearing anything, hearing anything, yeah, yeah, we're hearing logistical stuff. Like, okay, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> that's what I, that's right. what the homeboys be like. Okay, you all right? Well, what, what you gonna, gonna do, do then? Yeah, <laughs> what you gonna do about that's it? That's what we say. Like, we, yeah, we, I ain't been, I ain't been to tell you about your, you know, we yeah. we stay out of it. We need to be like, all right, well, about it. What you gonna do? I, I tell don't you, hear. I tell you about you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you about you. Yeah. You yeah. ain't gonna be messing up uh, the card game every week, crying. <laughs> 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 what you going to do? This ain't, uh... You reneged twice. This ain't best man. You ain't going to sit in the room <laughs> with him. Right. You reneged twice. <laughs> you know, you don't forgot how to count books since right. you did Every time you go do something, you forget how to count books. <laughs> right. So I think that, you know, they got, a, they got a lot more pressure in that, in the realm of, like, hearing other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Opinion. Like, even, even, like, the whole ring thing. Mm. Like... I ain't really need no, you know, like fancy ring and nothing like that. He ain't got no image. It's in the car. Hey, oh, I put lotion on. It's in the car. This has been another episode. He <laughs> <of>, uh, <laughs> ain't but, got no ring. Though. But like, do you wear I, ring underst- I do. Okay, okay. I do. I got like a pack of 12 little silicone joints. I just be, every outfit, I got a different color of ring to match. <laughs> did you buy her a diamond though? I did. So if she get a diamond, but I want look, a diamond. This, the, this is the reason why. Yeah. The reason why is because I know when she tells people she's married, they're gonna. The first thing that they ask. Yeah. Well, let, let me see, see the your ring. ring. Let me see the ring. Where's if it's a dude? Where the ring at? Mm-hmm. If it's a woman, let me see. Oh, it, they look straight. That's so she has to face that all the time. So I was like, I have to get her a ring. I was just reading that. That's a. That's a. That's so. There's three types of empathy. I forgot the the name of it, but that's a type of empathy because you know. How she would feel. You thought of her in that moment, like, okay, she's gonna get asked like these a questions. Third person, how empathy, she, right? yeah, 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 like, how would she feel? You thought of her feelings right. in that moment being asked. Well, it's my job to, to be a protector. De- definitely, hundred percent. Right? And so, That's like, real. if I'm the protector, I I know that one thing I need to protect is her emotions. Empathic is that empathic empathy? I yeah. think it's called empathic empathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's feeling on what she would feel and right. what she would need in that moment. Just like preemptive, yeah, like before. Yeah, but also, she didn't have one. She was engaged and she didn't have invite. We just, I just was like, let's go tomorrow. Yeah, type. do it. That's how we did it. Like, yeah. I was like, let's go tomorrow. Yeah, and you can't go tomorrow. You can get a license tomorrow. Right, so we did it. The, you got the, the license. Fifth, we got engaged on the fourth. On oh, no, no, we got engaged on the fifth. We uh, uh, got a license on the sixth and got married on the seventh. That's dope. Congratulations, man. I'm happy for you. So I, I, I was like, I, I, remember, I, I remember the conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you didn't, I like that. Cause, so that's kind of been like a, a growth for you because you said that in the beginning that you, um, a lot of things were planned out for you. Yeah. You appreciate it, but they were planned out for you. But also then when we had our conversation, you was like, it was almost like a pressure for you to get married. You did it when you thought you were ready felt you were ready yeah it was yeah, almost it was, like everybody thought we should get married there was there was a little pressure it was yeah. life pressure but mm-hmm. I, I didn't i didn't see it as pressure i saw it all as, oh okay it's time right time now. time to get yourself together but you waited when I you did. were ready i waited i waited a long time like yeah. me, me and i was gonna say all that, for like 11 years my daughter is nine years old yeah yeah but you did it my when you son were. is five and i'm about to have another son how has it changed you have, has it changed you for the? How has it changed you for the better? Have you noticed things like? As far as like anything like this is making I, this decision. Has it changed you? Not saying you are bad in the first place, but has it done anything for you? I definitely say um, after because we weren't even living together. Mm. 
we wasn't even living together. Uh, and after, this has been a, a, a little bit over a year, after that, just being back around my entire family yep. has been more than a blessing. Man, that does something for her. I, more I than mean. a blessing, mm -hmm. and it just adds a, 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 another level of, uh, I don't want to say power or purpose or like, I feel like it's real powerful. Yeah, but right? purpose too, but it gives you, it's, it's, that's that's your support system almost. Yeah, too, you know. Definitely, yeah, you coming know. home, you're the hero. Like, I, everybody I, needs I that. I value um, my parents' significant others. I don't even want to call them step-parents because, yeah. you know, uh, uh, as I get older, I see what how influential like their roles were in like where I am today. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I know that I wouldn't even have found my degree field if it wasn't for my other mother. Mm -hmm. You know, she found that and mm -hmm. she did the research and she was like, you know, otherwise I would have had to be in school maybe another year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. She found it. She probably signed me up for my, my scholarship, my financial, other extra financial aid. Yeah. I was already in full scholarship. <laughs> Yeah. But she made sure that, you know, I was you getting some extra, extra little That's what's up. hand money, right? Yeah. So uh uh my my mom's husband, like he he introduced me to entertainment, like being a host and you know, like uh uh that type of stuff. He mm -hmm. introduced me just to uh uh um uh a lot of new music. He was a DJ. Yeah, that's right. And so my music history and acumen is like crazy because yeah. I have four parents worth of mm -hmm. music history mm -hmm. and liking and they would all tell me about it and let me listen to it so like I go deep when mm -hmm. it comes like bro you know who my <laughs> yeah. you know I grew up with Travis Tron <laughs> yeah right yep <laughs> you crazy Legend you know what my community. basement look like right now yeah <laughs> so that's interesting because it uh, last episode I actually just uh put it up today we had Alicia Price on here um CEO and founder of the Price Dynamic, right? And she deals obviously with co-parenting and how important it is. If, if you know if the relationship isn't working, the child is still you're still responsible for a child, right? Um, and it sounds like that was beneficial to you to be like, okay, we're not going to be together, but you had two sets of parents right. who understood what you needed. I don't know what that looked like for them. Mm -hmm. It could have been just as difficult as it is for anybody else. Not saying it was easy. No, 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 no. But yeah, what, what I'm saying is. It's not that has something to do with me, but it don't got nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. It just played out the way it did. Man, as I've grown up, I understand a lot of decisions that my father made, that my mother made, yeah. just because of how life is. Sure. Like you get put in predicaments that make you have to make on the spot decisions mm -hmm. for your life safety. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, for, your, for, for what's going on around you. Mm hmm. And I think that a lot of times, even in this room when I was talking to these kids, just listening to their perspectives, I was like, man, like I can't wait till y'all get older and y'all are able to look back and just reflect at like what it was like in the 80s or the 70s or where, whenever your parents was growing up, the, all yeah, the stuff that they was, was going, going through, through, going through, yeah. you know, how much racism was probably, you know, a part of their daily stressors of life about how they couldn't, you know, probably commute the way they needed to commute, mm -hmm. about how they probably, you know, they they went through some stuff. Def oh yeah, definitely. That we would not uh, even be able to understand true. how they handled that. And then it's gonna be the same for our kids. Like, but man. we here. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and we're here. Yep. You know, what's the name's the dad? Uh, he just met his dad after he got, I can't remember who it was, but he was like, man, your job ain't do nothing to, but to be my dad. Like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you did it. All you had to do was be do that first dad. thing with my mom, and like Great. you made me. I'm appreciative from that because. It's a very small chance. How many times you done, and then the, <laughs> and and then no the baby come out? Talking no about kids. millions of millions of little babies came out. Millions, bro. <laughs> millions. Think about that. Millions. Oh, Every time you, and millions come out. Okay. Yeah. And very rarely does one come out into the world. So like we are all like so lucky to be here. Definitely appreciate it. All you had to do was do that. You good. I'm gonna learn about what I learned about in life. But man, yeah, that helped me with with my parents. Like when I've had issues, because I think all kids at some point have an issue with their parent until they learn to appreciate certain Mm -hmm. things. That kind of helped me. Like man, first of all, becoming a father myself. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm kind of my kids get mad at me or something like that. I'm like, okay, I have to forgive. I'm gonna forgive my parents. One. Being empathetic, understanding, like, okay, seeing things from their perspective and what they went through. They were young. They didn't know. We figuring it out, just like we are as parents. But two, I'm going to have kids of my own, like, and I'm going to make mistakes. How do I want to be treated as a parent? Like, oh, you better get yourself together. So I went, you know, try to understand them. And that's one way that I was able to develop a a better relationship with both my parents, specifically my dad, um, because he wasn't, you know, around as much um, my early years. Think about this, though. If you were in a situation where you had a child and they lived somewhere else, mm-hmm. what are all the different things that you can do to go visit them? You could get on a plane. Yeah. You could get on a train. You could rent a car. Mm-hmm. You could Google where they at. The road, the map. You don't got to look at no map. You can, it's like the, we are so blessed with technology to make our lives right easy. To, it's easy to be a you parent. FaceTime them. You can, right. Uh, you right, can, yeah. Uh, you can, they could be right here on the phone. Man, like yep. It's so easy. Definitely. Right? They didn't have that. No, they didn't. They didn't have that. They didn't have none of that. They would have had to fly back and forth. Like I got to fly to see my dad during the summers you know, because mm-hmm. my dad worked for the airlines. Oh, but that's probably a reason why he worked for the airlines. Mm. Makes sense. That's probably the reason why he did that. Yeah. Now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, that's probably right. he was doing that too, so yeah. that I could fly and get to yeah. see him. Right? He probably didn't want you know. I don't know. Yeah. But <clears throat> it was so much. It's so much easier, and it seems like right now you're like, oh man, a nigga don't show be with his kids. Yeah, he whack. Cause mm-hmm. there's so many ways to do that. They didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so it's much more difficult for them to. And then the the system wasn't built for them. The system was built to get rid of them, mm. mm-hmm. you know? They was incentivizing women to make sure that they did not have a man in the house. I just, we talked about that as well. They were incentivizing, they would come and yeah. check and make sure there wasn't no shoes or nothing in the to closet. To get these benefits, yeah. can't no man be they in the house. They would send somebody to the crib to check, are there extra uh, shoes around? Mm-hmm. It better just be woman and kids in here, or yeah. you can't get these money. Specifically, Actually, everybody had to deal with that. Like, I think it was strategic to break down the structure of the nuclear family. Right. Um, yeah. Um, back to comedy a little bit. I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm glad we went there. That is comedy, though. Like, I mean, that's the kind of comedy that I, I want to write, well, bro. Th- so th- like that's Dave why I'm, Chappelle type. Let's that's why I'm asking like, how, do you, how, how do much you therapy. That that's why I said back to comedy. And that's why the top, I mean, one of the main things I wanted to to 
to talk about is how much how therapeutic the humor that's inside of you where that comes from it's 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 therapy for me i i think that it's therapy for me as well but i don't have opportunities to go to the therapist as much mm-hmm. it's 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 very very therapeutic when i can get up there in front of a stage mm-hmm. but most of the time i'm paid yeah and i i can't go through my new yeah. therapy not session. just on stage though i'm talking about when you entertaining your damn self and you just how I, I do it, so yeah. I know you do it. Yeah, when you're yeah. alone, and it's like, man, I, I need where everybody at. They need to laugh at this too. This is hilarious. I, have, I created a, a little space in my house, mm-hmm. a little small comedy club. I call it Laugh Legends, and I be in there by myself, just venting into the microphone. See, and then I'll scroll through and I'll look at what I'm saying, like, oh, that's a good concept. Yeah. And then I'll write around it, which is neat. <laughs> you know, needed is it's is. I think I can make a joke or laugh, find humor in almost anything. And I don't know, I don't know if everybody is blessed to have that right. talent or skill. And I'm, I was saying that, I brought that up because as men with our responsibilities, we often take things, I wouldn't say too serious, but we also, we're in a place where we have to be serious because we have so much on our mind. And that humor is a break from all of that. Especially when you're a provider and a protector, it's like, this is my focus. How am I gonna make it to this next level? And that's why I asked about, even with you, like all the, the stuff that you do, like you do comedy and then you uh, now in the schools and uh, as a realtor, you were at the airlines, he, he mm-hmm. the next generation. Now he worked at the airlines so he can go see his kids. <laughs> oh, it worked out that way, it's crazy. Man, yeah, yeah, how but. To deal with all of that, there has to be a break in that seriousness, like um, for 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 us as men, and that's the reason. That's one of the reasons why I was like, I'm gonna have, have Bruce on. Like, let me bring Pierre too. Like, where we started and just kind of kind of look at where it has brought us and where we are now. Right. Um, yeah. It, this was. I I thought this would. I wanted it to be a an episode where we had a serious conversation like this, but also wanted it to be funny. So, so people could see like, dang, it's a serious situation, but we can laugh at life. We can, we don't have to take everything so serious. Um, but we do laugh at life. I yeah, mean, I, went I through, do. I went through a divorce and every bit of that became my, my comedy material. Yeah. Every bit of it became a way, my, my open mic or my place to vent or, and get laughs on social media. Mm-hmm. And so I would talk about that on there to get just to get it out uh, versus crying or, or, or I cried too but versus you know just sitting there hurt or whatever so yeah comedy all that it, it worked man did it you have tears me. or did you ugly cry both both <laughs> I, man I lost so much weight bro man dang I did too like I, but, so we went I won't play by business on the street but we all three of us went through divorce <laughs> we all three all three of us went through divorce and then I didn't I didn't cry I don't I don't I didn't cry but I lost weight like mm-hmm. so speaking of laughter like I, I was um, you know how you don't real you don't you don't realize like whether you in the gym or whether and getting bigger or losing weight other people notice it first mm-hmm. <laughs> other people notice it first I remember somebody came in I was working at Sprint at the time and my guy's girl came in because I worked with my guy, and she came in. And it's like, man, are you losing weight? I did notice, like, man, these pants feel bigger. And I ain't paying no attention. She's like, man, you losing weight? Like, your face all sucked in? 
I cried. <laughs> man, I went to the bathroom, man. I looked at myself. And I, <laughs> I dropped to my knees like, oh. I can see your neck, your neck bone. <laughs> but then I went to the gym to play ball. Like, just to, like the guys was at the gym. And then I took off my shirt and had a tank top on. My guy stopped in the middle of the game. He was like, oh, look how skinny his nipples is touching. Man, no. Man, no sympathy or nothing. Just didn't know what I was going through, man. It just pointed, man. I, I ain't even hoop. I just left. I, <laughs> I used that weight loss to my, to my advantage, bro. Once I, once I got small, um, that, that was my healing. Like, mm -hmm. it helped me. Man, I started buying all the slim flip clothes I could. <laughs> I, I started wanting to go to the gym more to maintain it. Yeah. Um, I just, I was just, you know, it helped me kind of just deal with it. Yeah. I felt more attractive because I didn't have no belly no more. Man. My face went fat. So like, I was like, appreciate that little part of it. Thank you went from you. cool P to slim P. Yeah. Cool P to slim P. <laughs> then, you got, then you heal, you get the weight back. And you're like, all right, now I got to lose it the right way. And so that's where I'm at yeah. now. But I was like, yeah, I was like, hell yeah. See, that's how I got into fitness and then mm -hmm. wanting to do um, personal training. It was more so for me. Like, all right, I got to get myself back together. Mm -hmm. It was more that outward. Uh, work helped me internally like i gotta get myself back together so i started going to the gym working out and here i am um but in between that man it's still been some <laughs> like i had the twins like man i've been trying to keep that dad bot off it's harder the older you get yeah. i start doing yoga now like man this is what bruce was talking about Listen, all man, these man. years man I'm like man i get up <laughs> I, I i wake up in the middle of the night sore like man wait a minute i wasn't sore when I went to sleep. I wasn't sore when I went to sleep. I made a post about trying yoga and Bruce Brothers snapped on me. He was like, man, your whole homeboy, a yoga instructor. I'm like, I'm just finna do it at Lifetime for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> just see if I like it. Cause from comedy and knowing Bruce all this until now. Yeah. Like, hey, Doing no yoga. But now I was like, why not? I'm in a different space. Yeah. Like, man, your whole homeboy do yoga. Like, I, I pay for it at life. I'm just gonna try it. <laughs> man, I do it. I, I do it often now like daily almost daily and it is definitely beneficial as far as strength like man that's what he was talking about like i was squatting mm -hmm. and bruce came in like yeah because you might want to stop squatting i'm like what you might want to stop squatting because if, if your form is wrong it don't really matter because and he's and it, <laughs> it just went <laughs> it just went blank on me like man what are you talking about man look do you see my quads I man? You, bro, like I was, in a, I was in a in a very elite high school like foot like we had if you played on the football team freshman year, you didn't go, you didn't have a gym class. You had yeah. advanced PE, which was literally like the like. Dang, advanced PE. Advanced, it was the weight room basically. Yeah. But it was like we had this German dude, Russian oh. dude. <laughs> he was serious. Serious. Yeah. And like that was like the the, the wake up call because mm -hmm. I watched my body changed from like a little skinny kid to like a very like elite athlete. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was from being, I, I mean, it was very obvious that I was so immersed in this program. Yeah. That that's where I got it from. Mm -hmm. And I then I, I left and went to college and played, I played D1 college and I was like, yeah. oh, this is not even close to where I was just at. The college wasn't close it to the high school? Not even close, not even close. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Man, the program in college. I, I can't, I can't, I can't stay here. Because it's, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk through this program. Yeah, this is nothing for me. 
Um, and so I left and went to a program that was a lot, a little bit better. Still, yeah, not even close, but a, a little bit better. So the high school was better than the. Oh, very much so. Mm. They, they, their their facilities to this day are better than a lot of colleges. Okay. I was running on the treadmill, and Bruce said, "Drop your shoulders. We're gonna run longer." Real shit. Out, and I just well, because he was like, tense. Yeah, you really more, it's like bo- it's like <laughs> it's almost like boxing. Right. If you if hold, you're, it, you're 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 using energy holding your shoulders up, and you mm-hmm. let that let all that shit. Same go. with boxing, I tell you that. Let your chin relax, bounce loose. when you when you run. All that. Is that why you see the guys? I'm like, man, it's, look at that's this dude. Exactly. He black. And body be flopping. Like, they man, run. Dude, they this... run for ten, hundred yeah. miles. Right, right. They be like, I just finished a hundred mile run. I was like, why is it he... took me twenty eight, just under twenty four hours type shit. See, I ain't know that. I was yeah. like, who was I watching run? Who's about to box? Who's about to box? The big boxing match coming up. Javante. Uh, uh, Earl, Earl. No, Earl. Earl Spence. Earl Spence. Spence. Yeah. No, it's not. Earl. Is it Earl Spence? Yeah, Earl Spence. And he was. I was watching there all access, and he was jogging. But he was kind of like flimsy. I'm like, oh yeah, he gonna about to get his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> running like that, man, he gonna get his ass. But but it makes okay. So now he knows how to run, like to keep that. You want all if you running, you want all. The you don't want to be because sprinters, sprinters are. Well, you did track. You yeah, ran track. Yeah, yeah. You want, Is it different for sprinters then? The football coaches was the track coaches, so all of that was football. <laughs> That's they made me do. They made, made me do track. hurdles. Mm-hmm. And within a year, I think my forty went from over five to like a four, like eight. As, you know, that's a, that's significant. Significant, track. right? Like a four eight. Is it different for that, sprinters though? I was winning state championships. Is it different for sprinters? They're they're more tense, right? No, not the good ones. Really? The strong. Uh, I just see, saw. I just saw strong muscle bound. That they just muscling their way through. Yeah, yeah. I just saw muscle. a. Uh, what was I watching? It was on Instagram. I saw a skit and dudes. They were like. It was dude running in front, but you could see him. He was just trying to stay up front, and the dude in back was just look, the just running. The best sprinters are built and like animals, it, like bird, like ease, ostriches. With ease. They got that yeah, yeah. that just natural, just that makes sense. That natural like snap in their muscles that propels them forward. It ain't about muscles at all. That makes sense. That makes I was sense. faster than our defensive end was our our number one sprinter. Mm. He was fast as hell. And the I, didn't even, I didn't even run. The, I didn't even run a hundred. Yeah. I was four hundred. Uh, 200. Man, I remember I worked out with you. I went to the track. Not thinking, you know, I was a fitness guy. I'm, you know, I'm work, <laughs> I work out. Like, this is what I do. So I do anything. Not thinking, like, so I went to, where we go? To the U. We went to the U. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to work out at the track. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, whatever it is, I'm going to do fitness. Like, I will work out at the track. Not thinking. I'm thinking we just going to work out. Not thinking this dude was, a, you know, he did track in, like, D1 college man had me do the 200 never in my life have i ever did the 200 like i never ran i was sprinting i did the 100 i played football but i never did the 200 i'm like man what the hell like i've never felt them muscles i incorporated them muscles like that's definitely a skill it's like it's not about just being fast it's definitely a technique to do so and repetition Stretches that I do to this day, I'm like, okay, this is how you stretch your groin, properly stretch your groin. The hurdle, the little step over the hurdle and all of that, I still do those. Man, yeah, brothers, yeah, yeah. So before I get y'all out of here, man, <laughs> I'm out of breath just talking about it, man. I'm like, man, I did too. I was sore. I, hey, the crazy part about it is I don't even do, I do some of that stuff, but I had knee surgery about a year ago. Actually. Did you? What'd you do to your knee? Uh, my, um, one of my, one of my, my cartilage flipped over, trying to chase my son around. <laughs> That's why I try to stay in shape, like my kids. Like, I want to be able to play with my kids. Exactly. Be able to play with my kids. But the most important thing is 
so I think grip strength and then uh, what is it? Your musk, your muscle uh, mass, determ you know, determines is correlated with uh, longevity. But when you think of muscle mass, it's not just you think you go look at the person in the gym and you got big muscles. It's about maintaining the muscle mass that you have because you lose it as you get older. Most, so of, that, like, most of that is blood circulation. Yeah. Blood, but it won't say, but if you ain't doing, speaking exactly. of blood circulation. If you have way too much mass. Yeah. And you don't got enough blood circulating into mm -hmm. that mass. Or if mass you're not doing things to. Nothing. If you're not working out or like yoga, like you can yeah. maintain the strength. You maintain muscle because right. those holes and all of that. Right. Um, so, and I've, I've also incorporated, I started doing um, the sauna. I started, I can't make it no more than like 10, 12 minutes right now, but Man, I, I'm doing it. Somebody was selling it. one of them in-home ones for like 400 I missed it. I the inf infrared light? No, they had one of them. The, the, out, the ones are just like a little four, like six little things. You yeah. put it all together. Not the little bag. They had the reels in there. Yeah, that you can put up. They were like 400 But it was right the now. heat. Where did the heat come from? Infrared? Was uh, it that light? It's a little heater in there. I don't know what it is. Same shit that heat up the tea real quick. Oh, uh, like the okay. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Know, <laughs> exactly. Heat up the tea. Oh yeah. Heat I'm up the tea. I'm sure it's that so same start doing that. <laughs> I start doing that. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all coming, man. I, I know you said you had to do something. I don't want to keep you here too long. You said you had to do something at five. Yeah, five. <laughs> he said, Yeah, I got work to do. I was like, another question I was about to ask. Um Oh yeah, yeah. So y'all of course y'all still doing shows. Right? When's your net? What you got lined up? Uh, I am in the lab right now. Yeah. Uh, I am putting together, planning a lot of different things. That right now I don't got a whole bunch of shows. No. I'm also doing a lot of writing mm -hmm. and trying to really dial in on what my contribution to comedy and mental health, realistically. Mm-hmm is going to be because I think that I'm I'm combining them um, because this is art therapy. Yep. This is a tool that I use to keep myself insane. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> just stay tuned. Legendary Bruce on all social media platforms, legendarybruce.com. Uh, you see me. I'm out here. <laughs> yes, sir. What you got going on, man? Ah man, uh, I just came from a. I had a great June, um, July. I'm only I'm doing Shedji's show. Um, did y'all both just do that one? Next, I did. He you did. June. Okay, yeah. I'm doing next week. I believe it is at the New Hope um, Cinema Grill. Cinema Grill. So I'll be uh, featuring on that, and um, from there, just as as they come, I, I receive them. Um, so yeah. Where can people follow you at? Uh, Instagram P Douglas twenty three. Um, I think it's across the board. I don't have a website anymore. I should I can activate that. Have a website. Once COVID ended, I was like, I ain't doing comedy no more. We can go ahead and stop paying that bill. Right, right. <laughs> and okay. I never activated it back. So when you follow, when you follow P, you can buy a house, buy a and house. you can go watch a show. Same time. Preferably buy a house. You because watch a show. <laughs> don't Prefer do nothing. The, for the house pay pay more to pay more right now. <laughs> They look like y'all been doing good this summer too. I saw trade posts. Uh, as a collective, we've been doing well. Um, um, they say that in this season in real estate, um, only eight percent of realtors have sold four or more houses, and so for our team, we've all exceeded 
that oh, that really more mark. Yeah. Um, so the team we're doing well. Um, I think as a, as a as a whole, like black realtors in Minneapolis are doing pretty good in this in this season of real estate, which isn't the easiest. Is that a number? So, Can you what's the number? How many black realtors? Oh, there's a lot of us that but that are doing good. Who knows? Um, okay. What's the what does that mean? This season of real estate is like yeah. the market change. The market has or? shifted tremendously. Um, as far as interest rates went up, right, and so they went from COVID twos and threes and fours to seven seven mm-hmm. percent. Right. Um, so houses, you know, aren't as affordable, or what we want to have is right. as ex- affordable, you know, and so you really gotta, you know, be to want it to go get it. So what's it? So is it a buyer's market or a seller's market right now? It's it's a market to be honest. Just, um, houses are still uh, going to multiple offers. Right? Yeah. So people are still out buying, right? Um, but just what you get for that dollar amount has changed. Yeah. So your mental has to shift. Like, all right, well, two three years ago, I could have got yeah you know, all this house for this little bit of money or this amount of money. Yeah. Whereas that same amount of money uh, will get you a little bit a lot less yeah. now. Um, so you got to kind of shift your your mental in that. Um, but people are still out buying. Um, so just not as as much. So if I sell mine, I probably make some. I make some money. You gonna make money because you have equity for one, um, and for two, just people are still buying. You heard just, that, ladies? I got equity. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, I've been threatening to sell that thing for a long. Man, it's difficult. Like it looked good. Like listen, hold on to it, man. Y'all stay off of social media, looking at people and thinking goals. Like you have no idea what people are going through, showing you, uh, especially with them. Uh, look, I, I bought a house sign. Like yeah, it look good. You want to stay in the house? <laughs> listen. But man, listen, you moving that joint and the in the in the the sewer back up into your basement. Shovel snow for season. Man, <laughs> get a corner lot and have right. to. I have to shovel snow. So not saying not to discourage you from doing it, but <laughs> Right, man, shut up. <laughs> not to discourage you from doing it. If you if you do want to buy a home and cause that's you know, that's the American dream, go see my man P. And they can find you again where? Uh Instagram P Douglas23, uh Pierre Douglas Senior on Facebook and all that good stuff. Um but yeah, man, yeah. Uh if you got money, buy a house, Chris. <laughs> Here, here's my thing about buying a house, whether you whether the labor is hard, whether all these things are right. If you face a hardship and you're renting, your ass got to go. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Right? Um, I had a person who fell behind on the mortgage, and that person is got found some resources to get caught up, and now mm. she's back gravy. Yeah. So, so the resources for to prevent foreclosure um, and all those things are, are far greater than to, you know, prevent mm-hmm. eviction. Yeah, um, yeah. So if, if anything, look at it as like survival. Like, all right, if I if I fall behind, I got I got some time, some, like some resources to to situate. Um, if life sense. gets hard, um, so yeah. Okay. If, if anything, and then again, like you you both have. So I, I know your house is going to have a shit ton of equity. I know your duplex is going to have a lot of equity, um, and so like my girlfriend's house has a lot of equity. I just like, all right. Hey. Yeah. So if anything, you have that's that's a bank, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's some sense of security. The work ain't going. Yeah, you gonna sure. shovel your renter's house either way it go, um, unless you're in an apartment. Yeah, I ain't been. <laughs> well, no. you ain't gonna shovel their house, but mm-hmm. <laughs> no. that's only re- one of the reasons why I didn't sell. Because I'm like, okay, I'm only selling because I don't. Every time, some, every time I get a call from one of my tenants, like, I'm selling this much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to sell. The sink ain't working. Uh, <laughs> work oh man, fire, I think that. This need to do get for the real estate comedy. Show. I'm selling this. Oh yeah, yeah. see, I, see, and. We did joke telling realtors the comedy show, but you wasn't really into that space now. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to bring that back, you know, a comedy show with uh, all realtors. It was me, Elliot, 
I think I remember that. Uh, Nate Piantic and Terry Crews or Terry Blues, all realtors in our own. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, and it was so dope because my my set I didn't know what I was gonna say, but my set ended up being a realtor based set and it was it was fantastic. That's dope. That's dope. It was fantastic. And then me and Bruce had a conversation about it. I just started writing realtor jokes now, and I'm like, I got a whole nice little little set now. It's so you've been in it. Yeah. It's gonna be easy for you to come up with stuff, and especially stuff that's gonna resonate with people that have been yeah looking for a house or selling houses or are uh, uh, tenants or are yeah. landlords, landlords yeah. property management, all of that. All of that's so, gonna you hear that? Great. My guy, he just bought his duplex too. My hey, guy man. Caleb. Hey, listen, I ain't selling nothing. <laughs> Keep in mind, I like it, man. I'm a, so I'm gonna go <laughs> rent. I'm gonna go rent. Count for me. I'm gonna go rent from him when they kick them people out downstairs. Hey, hey listen, you my dog, but I love the people downstairs. <laughs> I love the people downstairs. They pay on time. The people downstairs pay on time, man. They're my people. <laughs> they pay on time. So before we get out of here, I need some help with some graphic stuff. What you need? Huh? What you need? I need it all. I just like I'm just asking you on camera so I can play it back. <laughs> <laughs> so I can play it back for you. Um, I'll ask you off. <laughs> I ask you off. I just need I need help with a, with with just setting up because right now I, I got the podcast streaming on all the podcast websites, but I'm like okay to see the visual. Do I do YouTube, Patreon, um, and then because I started setting it up and they're like, all right, put your banner on there. So I put my logo on there and it just be like, I'm like, all right, I don't know how to make that. I don't know none of that. I know how to make it look nice, and I need another intro. Isn't it dope to see the progression of this man from like both of you, man? Like that's but, why. I, but no, I want to speak to just the video, audio, photographer of Bruce, and just from like when I when I met him and like and he was just taking pictures with yeah. we had a conversation, and then he was always ambitious. However many years now, this dude is like a the master of this stuff. But he mastered everything. Like it's almost like okay, I'm gonna take a picture of you. Comedy, yeah, all right, he, but like and, this. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, he wasn't better than me at comedy, but um, no, but no, you make how? It's how does dope. that help though? Like the, because I've got even though even though I don't do comedy no more, and I hadn't continued. I've gotten paid for it, and it feel good to get paid for something that you just do for free, that you would do for free. But then when you get paid, it's like I ain't doing it for free no more. Uh -huh. But it feels good to get paid for it. like everything you've done, you've you've made it lucrative, like you've you've uh, monetized it. Cause I quit my job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I quit his job. Yeah, he everything. Man. How everything, everything. Look, if you see me outside, I'm making money. Right. Yeah, you that's, did, that's, that's, that was security. my motto for the longest time. I, you're not going to see me outside because outside costs money. Where do man, we go? Outside do we cost money. We went on a road I'm trip making for a comedy money. show. And we was eating and everything. Bruce was like, all money in, no money out. That man, yeah, <laughs> he brought food. We, no, we, we, went to, we went to the grocery store first, and I got yeah. peanut butter, jelly, that and hot dogs. That was L.A., dogs. but we, we had another shop to that. I think it's me and somebody else. Atlanta, because we went to that, that beast, honey bee barbecue yeah, or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. I still, and I, was, I went to the grocery <laughs> store across the street. He was like, all money in, no money out. That man ain't spending a dime. Man, we are easy. Like, 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 yo, crazy. I had, a, I had a bundle of bananas. <laughs> I had like six peanut butter jelly sandwich. But see, that's that's kind of Gypsy model, man. That's another thing I forgot. Do a, a, you know, uh, vegan it too. It wasn't even. It wasn't even that. But you bro. don't eat nothing. I didn't have it. I mean, I'm saying you don't I, eat nothing. I knew you don't I eat meat. Go do this show. I yeah. ain't had no money. I was like, bro, I don't got no money to be going out because I also lived in Atlanta and I lived in Houston. And yeah. I know that that's part of the culture. Mm -hmm. They all they do is go, go out. out to eat. True. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. every day. That's the social for life. lunch, yep. then after lunch again. Mm-hmm. That's what they do every day, and you'll spend all of your money trying to be social. Yeah. So I'd be like, look, bro, I'm a coldest peanut butter jelly sandwich maker I know. <laughs> but that was kind of like, because you didn't have to worry about, I want a burger. Like, you don't eat no burgers. Mm. Or I want this. Like, no, I can go to the store bag, and eat something. A bag of uh, baby spinach. Yep. Peanut butter jelly bread and some fruit. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. All your nutrients cost, right there. That costs $10. And it, But that's multiple meals, too. Right. That's, a, that's like four or five days. That's what I'm talking about. Do you regret making that decision at all? Have you ever? No, my body, my body loves that. No, 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 not the, not the vegan. We didn't even get it. We didn't even touch on that. Let me get you out of here at five o'clock. You got four minutes. You got that. Not the vegans part. Um, do you call it? Do you call yourself a vegan? No. Nah, do you call yourself I, a plant based? I, I use type? I use those words as a reference for other people. Got gotcha. you. Under, understanding. Most of the times. People know that that means I ain't eating what they eat. Eating, right, right. <laughs> they be like, yeah, oh, yeah, all right, never mind. Because somebody bought you a chinchilla coat, you're going to wear a chinchilla coat. Well, that's the thing about it is. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't vegan is I'm checking Nothing labels. Animal. Yeah. Yeah, see? Is this animal tested? Yeah. Is I, you know, the is is it's levels to mm-hmm. this. There's level 3,000 vegans. There's new vegans. There's plant-based there's pescatarian, there's I'm trying. Yeah. I say that I am vegan. I eat what I want to eat. I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, celebra- I'm a celebratory eater and drinker. Um, okay. So yep. if it's a celebration, I'm not going to eat no chicken. I'm not going to eat no beef or no pork or nothing like that. Yeah. I might be somewhere and have some lamb. Okay. Very, very, very rarely. Rare. Yeah. Very maybe once a year type maybe if even even maybe once every couple of years. The real lamb Fish. or the lamb that's mixed with beef. Oh, that's why I said like you know, <laughs> I'll I, go. I if even, they say lamb, I'm taking it. Lamb. I don't even know. I don't even know that to that extent. Yeah. Like, that's how much how far removed I am. Uh, I have incorporated fish though. Have you? Okay. Into, Pescatarian. So maybe, maybe I'll have some fish maybe once a week. Okay. Just because it helps S- me. Salmon, or what? Just fish. Yeah. Okay. I do so salmon, halibut, do Man, halibut. whiting, wow. catfish. I do perch. You do tilapia. <laughs> I try to stay away from tilapia, but sometimes the Man, uh, the Mediterranean spot or the uh, or the, uh, the the Indian spot they use tilapia. And so oh, do they? Okay. If I'm if I'm ordering a fish dish from an Indian spot, if they most likely take what they got, be, most likely it's gonna be a tilapia. Okay, got you, got you. What what was that? Oh the, no. Um, you said, do I regret something? Quitting. I mean, like, would you change anything? Like, now, from when you, how long have you been since you left the corporate spot? I left in 2017. So it's been about six years. Looking back, how do you, do you th- would you change uh, anything? I was looking at job applications uh, yesterday. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that. I would actually go back, but I would go back uh, an, an, under a different um, career field. Gotcha. I think that I was just doing what I had a degree in. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm aware of other jobs. Like I can go, I, I'm studying right now to see if I can get this job that's like 330K a year mm. to start, right? Yeah. And so, like, I'm doing little classes and taking this little training and developing a resume mm-hmm. so that I can apply for this job. Be like, hey, I don't need a three twenty. Give me two. 
to give you make you up. Yep. Give me two and watch what we can do. So I'm gonna holler at you on the graphic side before you get that job. Because so that's what I'm busy. saying. That's where that's where I'm at right now. Is I'm still helping people. I'm still working with people. Yeah. But most of the people that I help, they don't know what they want, and yeah. they rely on my complete creativity. They should be like, I know I want mm-hmm. to make a video. Okay. But I want you to produce, edit, come up with the concept, come up with the structure of everything. And then when I deliver, they'd be like, all right, well, this is what I want to see. No, ain't no change. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gave you ample opportunity. Yeah. And then it costs To come more. up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it it, then it costs more, okay. right? I, I work off three things, okay? It's cheap, fast, and good. Pick two. I just saw that video yeah. today. Cheap, fast, good, pick two. Yep. You want it fast and good, it ain't going to be cheap. You want it good and cheap, it ain't going to be fast. <laughs> right. All right, man, I just got the signal, so we're going to close out. I appreciate you brothers coming, man. I'm going to have you. Definitely got to come back again. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, and do it again, but I appreciate you. This has been the Mental Health Podcast, and we out. Peace. Peace. Right.